irreverent, entertaining, cool. You are listening to LA Talk Radio. We say what we want. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions with Brad Remillard and Barry Deutsch. Only on LA Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Impact Hiring Solutions Live. Uh, I'm Brad Remillard and I'm uh, normally here with my partner Barry Deutsch, but he's away on business today. So uh, you get to listen to me uh, talking and uh, giving you all the information I can for the next uh, 50 minutes or so. A little bit about uh, our company, if you haven't uh, joined us in the past. Uh, Impact Hiring Solutions is a basically a retained executive search firm and best practices hiring company. One of the things that makes our show a little different from all the business shows that are on radio uh, is that we're very, very focused. Uh, we don't talk about a lot of different topics except one thing, and that's basically hiring. And hiring encompasses both the candidate side, getting you hired, as well as from the company or hiring manager side, making sure you're able to attract, hire, and retain your best talent. So we cover both those topics. We want to help candidates find a job as quickly as possible. We want to help candidates overcome many of the repeatable hiring mistakes that are made that continually stop candidates from getting the ideal job. We want to give you the tools and the resources to make sure you don't spend a day more looking for that job than you have to because you've made a mistake that's very overcomable, that's very easy to solve, that is made by candidates over and over again. And often candidates don't even know they're making these mistakes because there's no way to get the feedback because companies just call you and say thanks or no thanks. Or in many cases, they don't get back to you at all. It just kind of fades into oblivion. And then we help companies attract, hire, and retain top talent through our workshops, through our blogs, through our books, and through our radio show. And that's really what we're about. So every Monday from 11 to noon, basically, Pacific Daylight Time, we're here on LA Talk Radio, and that's the focus of our show. That's what this show is dedicated to, and that's what makes us a little different than a more generic business show that talk about a lot of different issues, important, critical issues. But if you want to hear about hiring or getting that job, then Impact Hiring Solutions Live with Barry Deutsch and myself, Brad, is the best place to be. Let you know you can participate in us with us. This is supposed to be a talk radio show. Most of the time, it's me or Barry talking, but you can participate, and we encourage you to participate because it helps you, and it helps our listeners, and it helps everybody get a win-win out of the show. So if you want to participate today, all you got to do is dial 818-602-4929, 818-602-4929, and we'll get you on the show. Now, if you can't, but you can't call us from a blocked number. If your phone number is blocked, you're probably going to get a recording to the effect that all lines are busy. Well, the fact is they're not busy. The fact is you're calling from a block. So you got to dial star 82 and then 818-602-4929 uh, before the area code, and you'll get right through to us. If you're listening to us uh, while at work, 
if you're listening to us at uh, Starbucks or someplace where you can't call us, doesn't mean you can't participate because you can. We often take emails during the show. All you have to do is send an email to me at info, I-N-F-O, at, and the name of our company, ImpactHiringSolutions.com. Info at ImpactHiringSolutions.com. As those emails come in, I'll do my best to get to them, but I have to tell you, most of the time we get more emails than we can handle. So if you really want to talk to us, if you want to talk to us about an issue in your search, you're better off to call us because you'll get through. But I will do my best to take your emails today, or if I can't take your specific email, I'll try and clump them together and say we're getting emails on this topic, and I will do my best to get your email on. So send us an email at impacthiringsolutions.com, info at impacthiringsolutions.com. So today we're going to talk about three of the most important words in your job search. Three simple words that can make the difference between you getting the job, between you getting the interview, between you impacting how you're perceived by that company or hiring manager. Three simple words that drive the interviewing process, that drive the hiring process, and that candidates completely downplay. That candidates, for the most part, either don't know or completely ignore. These three simple words will change literally overnight the impact on your job search. But the bad news is you can't you can't complete, you can't prepare for these simple words overnight. It does take some time. I like to ask candidates this very simple question. There are three words in real estate that are the critical path to successful real estate. If you ask me, what are the three most important things in real estate when you're going to sell your home, when you're going to buy a home? You ask a realtor, what are the three most important things in real estate? They all come back and say, oh, I know what that is. It's location, location, location. That's the key to real estate. You got a great location, you can get 10, 15% more. You've got a great location. Even if you're the worst house on the street with that ocean view, you're the fixer-upper with that ocean view, you're going to get 10, 15, 20, 30% more than two blocks back where you don't have that ocean view. That's the value of location, location, location. I'm going to suggest to you if you want 10, 15% more, then it's not location, location, location in a job search. If you want to demand higher prices, if you want to get more value, if you want that hiring manager to provide you that extra income, if you want to prov- them to get you to come back to that next round, if you want to be in more control in that interview to where the company wants you, not you wanting them, but they want you more than you want them. The three simple words you have to provide 
our presentation, presentation, presentation. There you are. Those are the three most important words in a job search. Not words for you to know, but words for you to implement in your job search. The three most important things you can do to expedite your job search, to increase the number of interviews you get, to increase the number of offers you, second interviews you get, to increase the number of offers you get, and to increase your value is to know that you have a solid presentation, presentation, presentation. Now, it sounds simple, but those three words drive the interviewing process, not just from your perspective, but from the hiring manager's perspective, from that company's perspective, your ability or inability to make a presentation an effective, highly professional, highly skilled presentation of yourself, your background, your experiences, your accomplishments, and the highly skilled ability to align those with the company needs are absolutely critical to getting the job, to getting past that phone screen, to getting past that first impression. And those are the things we're going to talk about today. What are the key things, the key elements to a great presentation? And I don't mean having your hair combed properly. I don't mean having the great business suit and this great uh, physical appearance, although we're going to talk about that. I mean, do you have the four A's put together? And we'll talk about those four A's that you have to cover. Because if you don't know the four A's, then presentation gets very difficult. These four A's were given to me in about 1982, when I first started recruiting, I actually started recruiting in 1980, and I was speaking with the VP of Human Resources from an organization called Rockwell. Rockwell is a Fortune probably 100 company, extremely well-known, and I'm sitting with the VP of Human Resources for one of their biggest divisions, a multi-billion dollar division. This is in the 80s, a multi-billion dollar division. And after an interview, the VP of HR calls me back and says, Brad, we like the candidate, but I got to tell you, they don't have the four A's. And I said, the four A's? What are, the, what are these four A's you're talking about? Because whatever they are, if they're that important, I'm going to look for them. And every single candidate that I uh, go for or interview in the next for, you know, in every candidate that I look for. And I started thinking about what are those four A's? What, what are the, the key things that these candidates have to have when they bring forth uh, a presentation? And if Rockwell, a major company like Rockwell, steps back and says, these are important, I got to have these four A's, if they're that important, that a company the size of Rockwell is going to look for them, I'm going to guess everybody's going to look for them. So I said, what are these four things that this person has to have to make a great presentation? 
And the four A's are you have to be articulate. You have to have a great appearance. You have to be affable. And you have to be assertive. Now, those all add into this presentation that you have to put together. But there's a lot that get to to get those four things put together. There's a lot of pre-work that has to get done. Like we have preached on this radio show time and time again, how important it is in preparation before you even begin to your job search. Candidates too often just become in a job search one day and the next day, boom, I'm ready to go on an interview. And I've had that happen all the time. Then they step back and say, gee, I wonder why I didn't get that interview. Ah, can't be me. Can't be that I did something wrong. Age discrimination. They don't want, I'm overqualified or I didn't want the job anywhere. Ah, I wasn't a good culture. I didn't hit it off with the boss. Maybe. Those all may be true. But the fact is, wouldn't you have preferred the company to call you back and say, I would love to have you come back and, and interview more and you turn them down rather than never hear from them again? You need to recognize that the presentation you make starts long before you are ever connected with that company. That the four A's, articulate, appearance, affable, and assertive are components of what a great hiring methodology is, a great job search methodology contain. Let me tell you a quick story because I wrote a blog on this. Years ago, and it's probably back in the mid-80s, and I hope someday to retract this person down. I've looked for him on LinkedIn. I've looked for him on Facebook. I've looked for him in Google. I haven't been able to find him. We had, or I was representing and working with a, the perfect candidate. His name was Wes, Wes A. So Wes A, if you're out there, if your name's Wes and your last name starts at A, give me a call, will you? Wes was the perfect candidate. We used to joke in my office about Wes, that Wes was so good, when we sent him out to an interview, we could pin the invoice to his lapel or give him the invoice in an envelope and at the end of the interview, just hand him the invoice because Wes was going to get the job. Why was Wes going to get the job every single time? And I placed Wes, I think, three times in in about a 10-year period. He was that good. What separated Wes from all the other candidates? Why was Wesley this extremely hireable candidate? And as we analyzed this more and more, it became clear. Wes was, had great presentation. Wes was so polished, so well rehearsed, that No matter what happened in an interview, Wes had an answer for it. No matter what came about, Wes made a great first impression. And yet, Wes did this in such a way that it came off unrehearsed. Much like an actor performing lines live on stage. Somebody, uh, I forget who it was, I was watching something on TV one time, and they were interviewing an actor. And I want to say it was Burt Reynolds, but I could be wrong. And he came back and said, 
The worst thing that can ever happen to an actor is being caught acting. The best actors are never caught acting, meaning it came across so well that it looked unrehearsed. It looked unscripted. It looked like it was almost um, uh, off the cuff. I'm trying to think of the word there that I was looking for, but um, it'll come to me. But you get the point. Wes had that. But the reality is, as I finally talked with Wes one day, I learned that Wes's presentation was anything but that. Wes had prepared every aspect of the job search, from how he shook your hand. He had practiced his introduction. He had practiced eye contact. He had rehearsed exactly what he was going to say in that introduction. He was so well prepared that his presentation was so polished. It came across to everybody as unrehearsed. And I'm going to suggest to you, you want to do the same thing. You need to think about how polished is your presentation. I have asked thousands of hiring managers this question. What is the power of the first impression when you meet a candidate? Especially one that is polished, great handshake, looks in the eyes, makes a great presentation, one that is dressed appropriately, one that when you walk across that, when you enter that lobby and you you first glance on that candidate, your first impression is, wow, I think I found this person. I would say 85% come back and say, you know, the first thing that goes through my mind is, when can you start? What kind of, uh, what, what you know, how soon can you hire you? This is going to be a great interview. And they haven't even asked a question yet. All because that candidate made a strong first impression. And that could be on the phone. That could be in your resume. That could be in the lobby. Are you making a strong first impression? Whatever that first impression may be. What is that presentation? So let's walk through some of the things you can do. Uh, I want to make sure again that you know that uh, for those of you who just joined us, I'm Brad Remillard. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions Live on LA Talk Radio every Monday from 11 to noon. This is where we talk about jobs and getting hired. Today, uh, we're speaking about the three most important words in a job search, which is presentation, presentation, presentation. I guess I should say which are presentation, presentation, presentation. And the four A's that underline that. You have to be articulate, strong appearance, a affable and assertive. Uh, and we make a lot of information available to you on our website. And most of it is free. We post every single one of our radio shows on our website under our free resource sections. Click candidates at the top. Go to free resources. You can click our blog where we have a tremendous amount of articles on how to get a job or on cutting your time and search on resumes. We have them on social networking. We have free articles on interviewing tips, interviewing mistakes. You can download from our homepage a job search assessment, self-assessment tool. How's your job search doing? Is it effective? Download this tool. It's free. Go through the assessment. See if you're doing an effective search. By the way, this will be on there. How strong is your presentation? It's there, and it's free. We have a LinkedIn Self-assessment on your profile. Is your LinkedIn self 
assessment profile? Is your LinkedIn profile making a strong presentation of who you are? Because nowadays, one of the first places hiring managers go is to LinkedIn. Just like one of the first places candidates go is to a website, hiring managers are learning, go to LinkedIn, look at their profile. Does your LinkedIn profile make a strong presentation of who you are? Download, go to our homepage, scroll to the bottom, www.impacthiringsolutions.com. Scroll to the bottom, click the uh, link that says 8 Matrix LinkedIn Profile Assessment. See if your LinkedIn profile is an A+, because that's part of your presentation. Download our free chapter on winning the phone interview. Are you making the right first impression on the phone interview? It's a free chapter, absolutely free. Go ahead, download it. We just posted this week a free example of a cover letter that we recommend you use because we have gotten feedback from candidates over my 20, 30 years of experience how, how well this uh, cover letter works. Have you downloaded that? Because this cover letter makes the perfect presentation to align your experience with the experience of the company that they're looking for. This is all part of the presentation, and these resources are absolutely free. We will send you absolutely free our job search workbook. Well, it's not how free. You got to pay the shipping. The book is free, but you know we can only we got to pay the cost of the book. You got to pay the five bucks, five bucks to ship it. We ship it priority mail. Go to our website. You can get our book for free, and there's a whole section on how to make a strong presentation because we're not going to be able to cover everything today. But the book is free. We'll ship it out to you tomorrow. I am just astounded why anybody would not invest five bucks and get the book for free. I don't get it now. You get to keep it for two weeks, being told full disclosure. You get to keep it, read it, do the templates, do the exercises for, for two weeks. If you don't like it, ship it back. But you get the book for free to completely review. There's, there's nothing hidden here. It's 100% free to you for five bucks. Why anybody would not get this book, at least read it, do the exercises, and ship it back is, is mind-boggling to me. You can get our whole system on how to put a resume together for $39. I got an email from someone just the other day who downloaded our resume uh, system and downloaded our book. And it's, in fact, the testimony is on our website, so it's not making it up. She was about to pay somebody $600. I have heard the latter's charges $700 to put together a canned generic resume. Well, that's not a good presentation of yourself. Is a canned, generic, two-page resume really going to hit all the things that are important to you because you have a diverse background? If you've got 20 years of experience, you can't get everything on one generic resume, and you can't tailor that to the company. So you can't make a great presentation to that company on your resume. Our resume hiring system is $39.95, less than 10% of what was going to cost, what this person lady was going to charge, and she got multiple resumes tailor mailed, marketing documents to market them to make a great presentation. So presentation isn't just the physical you. Do the documents that you are going to send, basically your resume, 
Does that make the correct presentation to that company, to that recruiter, to that HR person, to that hiring manager that makes you stand out? Is it the right presentation? We give you the resources, most of them free, most of them under 50 bucks, to help you make that strong presentation of your resume, of your bio. By the way, speaking of presentation, do you have the right tools to make the right presentation? I was at a networking meeting two weeks ago, and they were going around the table passing up the Canard Business Card Exchange. One of the individuals, this is a, he was a CEO, just gone into uh, executive search for his uh, laid off. He hands me a business card. There's his name, his phone number, his email address on white paper. Absolutely worthless. His name was Mike something. I don't even know. There you go. Two weeks, I don't remember. I'm a recruiter. If I had to search for him right now, wouldn't have a clue who this guy is. Because he made the wrong presentation. He did not present me with a business card that was a networking tool. He presented me with a business card that you use when you're employed. Do you have the right presentation of a business card? Do you use the back of your business card to tell me something about you that's going to help differentiate you from the other people I get, from the other business cards I get? And there's examples we have in our book. But the back of your business card should have something about you. It's amazing what you can get on the back of a business card. You can put on the back of your business card your industries that you come from. You can put on the back of your business card your titles. And you can put on, fit on the back of a business card kind of what you're looking for. Believe it or not, that all fits on a business card. And I've got demonstrations of that in our book. That's a networking business card that presents you. If this guy, Michael, had given me that, I could look in my stack of business card, flip that over and see if I'm doing a search in medical device, if I'm doing a search in restaurants, hospitality, I look on the back of his business cards and I see a CEO with industry specialties in medical device, restaurants, financial institutions, and looking for the Los Angeles area, I could pick the phone up and call him. Unfortunately, all I've got is a business card. So presentation isn't just you. It's making sure you have the right tools to do this. We often think of the presentation just when we get into the interview. Let's talk about the interview. How polished is your interview? How rehearsed is your interview? How practiced is your interview? Have you rehearsed over and over again your 30-second brand? If you go around the table in these networking groups, do you have such a polished presentation of your brand that everybody in that, in that table is going to remember who you are, how it differentiates you, what makes you different from the person sitting next to you? If you go to a functional type networking group where it's mostly financial people, it's the FEI, Financial Executive Institute. It's FANG, uh, Financial Executive Networking Group. It's MANG, Marketing Executive Networking Group. It's a group of IT people. You're all the same. Do you have such a polished 30-second brand that differentiates you from the person sitting next to you? Because if you don't, no one will remember you. 
So a presentation is not just about going online or going to your LinkedIn presentation or making a strong handshake. It's how are these people going to remember you throughout your search. That's why we say it's the three most important words in your job search, not just in an interview. Do you have a bio when you network? A bio is a networking tool. A resume is a job interviewing tool. Totally different purposes. If you're using your resume when you go to a networking event or you sit down to have coffee with someone, you are making the wrong presentation because that is not the purpose of a resume. It's the purpose of a bio. And we have examples in our book that, again, you can get for free. You can look at this bio. You can copy it and then send the book back. It'll be worth the five bucks just to get your proper tools of business cards and a proper bio for the five dollars. You'd invest. A bio is an overview, one page, one page. But at the bottom of the bio has a list of targeted companies you want to hit. It has a list of people you want to interact with. It has a list of ten, of service providers you want to meet. So that when I read the bio and I look down, then I think, oh, you want an introduction to company ABCD? Oh, I know the CEO at ABCD. I'll make an introduction to you. Oh, you want to meet uh, CPA firms? Why don't I introduce you to the partner in my CPA firm? Oh, you want to meet PR firms because you're in marketing? I, we work with a PR firm. I'll introduce you to them. A resume doesn't have that. So when I look at your resume, I'm like, hey, I got a great background here. I go back to my office. I put your resume in the stack of people, and I forget about you. A bio triggers who it is you want to meet, who it is the companies you want to target. So when I'm sitting with coffee with you or around this networking table and you pass out my bio, all those people look to the bottom and they see all these people that you want to meet or companies you want introductions to. It triggers if they know you or not, if they know these people and they'll make the introduction. So are you making the right presentation and do you have the right presentation tool? Again, I would stress to you, those tools are available either through our website, ImpactHiringSolutions.com, in our book, which you can get right now for five bucks. i just blown away why every single person doesn't get this book. Send it back to us if you don't want it. I'm not suggesting. We're trying to make the resources available to you. It, sorry, but it costs me money to pr print the book. So I got to charge you. I'm giving that for free. I, I got to charge you the shipping. So I would just encourage you to think beyond the presentation. How polished is that first impression? When that hiring manager meets you in the lobby, are they blown away by your presentation, your introduction? Are they just wowed when they sit down in the chair about how affable you are? What is the difference between being aggressive and assertive? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Am I aggressive or am I assertive? What is a good appearance? Is it all physical? Maybe. People talk about age discrimination and 
Maybe part of that age discrimination is, you know what, you're 50, but you look 65. I'm sorry, but that's a reality. We have, you have to deal with that. Years ago, way back when, I'm talking like when I started in the 80s, when I started recruiting, facial hair on a man, and particularly on a woman, was unacceptable. It just wasn't. It's much more acceptable today. But back in the 80s, I'm, if you're new, if you've only been recruiting, if you're, just, if you're young and you're in your 20s or 30s, you think, gee, what's wrong with a beard or a mustache? I'm just telling you, you got to go back to the 80s. Facial hair was unacceptable. We had to tell many candidates because many clients would tell us we won't hire somebody with a beard. I don't know why. They just wouldn't. You know what? You got to deal with the you got to deal with the circumstances. Some some things are outside your control. And back in the eighties, facial hair was outside our control. They didn't want people with beards, so we had to tell people shave your beard. You may want to think about that. And candidates would come back to all the time and say, "Well, if I get an offer, I'm willing to shave my beard." You'd never get the offer because you'd never get the interview. And if you got the interview, when the hiring manager walked out to the lobby and saw the beard, it was over. They're not going to tell you to shave your beard. They just weren't going to do it. It's probably, it's probably illegal. I don't know if it was back then. I'm sure it is today. It may not have been back in 1980. Now we're getting on close to uh, 30 years ago. But I got to tell you, it may be the same thing today. You know what? If you're 15, you look 65 – you got to do something about that. You know, you got to change your hair color. You got to lose weight. You've got to add energy. That's part of the appearance. And if you're not an outgoing person, because you're not affable, you're not easily to converse with, you can fight that battle. Or maybe you want to go get a speech coach. Maybe you want to interact with somebody and just learn a couple of quick things you can do. Maybe you just want to get together with a salesperson or a coach and just put together four or five or six or ten simple sentences that you can talk about on the way back to the office that help break the ice. That's when you sit down in the table, when you're in front of their desk, and before you get into the interview. You just put together five or six of these things, and it makes you comfortable, it makes them affable, and it makes it easy. These are things you can do that aren't difficult, but help make the presentation of who you are better. I'm going to give you an example. Let's Here's the power of a presentation in the hiring situation. Not necessarily in a networking situation, but in a hiring situation. And I will say more in the interviewing, first interview. Not the phone interview, but the first face-to-face interview. Let's take an example. Let's say it's the first interview. And to get asked back for the next round of interview on a scale of 1 to 10, you got to get to a 7. So in the hiring manager's man, if you're not at least a 7, however they rank this, and it's random, agreed. But let's say you got to get to a 7 on this scale. Think about this. If you make a great first impression and you have a great presentation, not only in the beginning, but polished answers. You're articulate in those answers. You communicate those answers succinctly. You align those answers. You ask probing questions in your interview. And through that our ability to articulate, through having a strong first appearance, 
through demonstrating friendliness and affability in the interview, through ability to demonstrate assertiveness, you go from a zero, and let's just say all candidates start out at zero when they walk in the, the lobby. Let's just say everybody's even. You got to get to a seven. You demonstrate us, have a strong presentation through these four A's. Just by virtue of doing nothing, just by practicing your presentation, you go to a three. You only got to move four more points to get back, back for an interview. If you make a blow them away presentation, you get to a four, you only got to go up three more points to get to a, a three. You can do that in your sleep. Just the fact that they invited you in should get you to a three because they've seen something on your resume. You're already asked back for the second interview and you haven't done anything. But take the reverse. Let's say when they walk around that first lobby and they meet you, you got a weak handshake. It's that There's no strength in it. Uh, you don't make eye contact. You, sorry, but you're 50. You look 65. Your resume is rambles on. It's generic. You don't have good conversation back on the way back. You don't have a set of good questions to ask. When you get into the interview, your answers tend to go on for two or three minutes because you aren't succinct. You aren't prepared. You aren't articulate. So rather than be very focused, very targeted, you're, you try and answer the question by including everything in your background and hope that once something will pan out, you come across aloof rather than assertive or you come across aggressive. And let's say you then, because of that, go from a zero to a minus three. Now you're starting out at a minus three and you got to get to a seven. You got to be a 10 on a scale of one to 10 to get asked back for an interview. It isn't going to happen. Nobody's a 10. The last 10 was Bo Derek in the movie 10. Hasn't happened since. You're never going to get asked back. You have to take the time to make sure you get to this level. So once again, I just want to remind everybody, if you've just joined us in the last half hour, you're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions Live. I'm Brad Remillard. You're listening on LA Talk Radio every Monday. www.latalkradio.com. Every Monday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. We're here and we talk about hiring and we talk about jobs and we talk about companies and candidates, how you can, candidates can find jobs and companies can hire and attract top talent. If you want to join us, you can uh, send us an email at info at impacthiringsolutions.com. I know I've got about five emails sitting there right now. I'm going to take them right after we get through this little break. You can call in 818-602-4929 because I'm going to run out of time here shortly. If you want to hear, if you've got a question, now's the time because I will not get to any more emails. So if you've got a question, now's the time to call. We're talking today about the three most important things in an interview. Presentation, presentation, presentation. And how at our website, www.impacthiringsolutions.com, we want to provide you with the resources and the tools to make a strong presentation. Most of them are free. Go to our section. Go to candidates on the top menu. 
scroll down to free resources. There are four different pages that we have for free resources. We have our hot tips, which we put out. We have our blog, which is free, which Barry and I post probably three to six, I'm sorry, two to three articles a day on our blog that you can download for free and you can read. They cover resumes, branding, presentation, social networking, interviewing, every topic on hiring you could think about, mistakes, everything you can think about are on our blog. You should RSS that blog. So every time we post an article, you get a copy of it. Delete it if it's not important to you, but at least it should come to your email every single time we post. We post every single radio show. All of our past radio shows are on our blog, are on our free resources, and they're all listed. They'll tell you what the topic is, so if the topic's not resume, re- relevant to you, you don't have to download it, but it's free. You can listen. You can download it. Absolutely free. We have our free resources page. You can download for free an example of what a cover letter should look like to make a great presentation of a cover letter. You can download for free our job search self-assessment scorecard. How effective is your job search? You should download that. Look at it to see if you have an effective job search because if you don't, these are the areas you need to improve. You can download for free a skills assessment. What are those transferable skills that you need to leverage the experience going forward? Take the skills assessment. It's right there. It's free. We have one of our top most popular downloads is our eight matrix LinkedIn profile assessment. Is your LinkedIn profile presentation perfect? Does it highlight what makes you the best? Because that's where recruiters, hiring managers, and HR are now going. They're going to LinkedIn right off the bat looking at your profile. Is, does your profile present you properly? All these are free on our website, www impact hiring solutions.com and we have other things there i mentioned before our book this is not the position you accepted i accepted executive recruiters reveal the inside secrets how to reduce your time and search barry and i when we wrote this book we took our 30 years of 10,000 interviews with candidates two to three thousand executive searches hundreds of coaching assignments with coach with helping candidates reduce their time in search and put together a workbook of the mistakes and the things you can do to make sure your job search is not just good but it is perfect and it's free it's free well five bucks you pay the five dollar shipping we'll priority mail it to you out to you and you get it you look at it for two weeks read it do the exercises, copy the templates, look at the exercises, do the, uh, uh, the information on the presentations, practice. It's 135 pages long. The 10 most important questions to ask in an interview are there. How to win the phone interview. That chapter, by the way, how to win the phone interview, absolutely free on our website. We thought that chapter was so critical that we didn't want to charge you for it. We make it free. You can download it for free on our, on our website because if you don't get past the phone interview, you'll never get to the interview and you'll never get the job. That chapter we felt was so important, we made it free for you, and it's free to download. But you can get the whole book for 5 bucks. You can get our complete resume system to develop a compelling marketing resume that markets you, 
not sells you, but markets you for $39.95. I think it's two CDs, four templates, and a sample resume, the, the example of our cover letter, how to put together multiple resumes, $39.95. I got a testimony on our website up there where you go from a lady who said she was about to spend $600. I couldn't believe that, $600 to get a resume prepared. Latter, she said, charges we're going to charge her $700 to put a resume together that you could put together for virtually nothing for $39.95, less than 10%. We're not trying to make a lot of money off our website. We're trying to get the tools in your hand. That's why we do things for free. That's why we send you our book for 5 bucks. Nobody else on the website, not one other site will send you their book for 5 bucks. Try and get Amazon to send you their book for free so you can look at it ahead of time. They don't do it. They'll send you excerpts, but they won't send you the book. And we'll do that. So I want to make sure we get a couple of emails in here. Mary from St. Petersburg asked the question. I think my experience and background should speak for itself. Why is the presentation so important? Well, I hope I answered that, Mary. Your experience is important. But so is the presentation. It would be like saying, you know, the screenplay for the movie E.T., one of the best-selling movies of all time, the screenplay for the movie is all we need. We just need to have people sit on stage and read it. We don't need professional actors and actresses up there. They don't need to rehearse. They've got the experience. You know, it's the content of the play that someone's port. You wouldn't pay money to go see that. You'd laugh. You'd say, wait a second, I could do that myself. It's not your experience. It's the ability to present that experience in a concise, articulate manner and build that rapport with the hiring manager to get them to want to hire you. So you, it isn't that your experience speaks for yourself. You have to speak for that experience. You have to present that experience in such a way that it's packaged that those that, that hiring manager is going to want to hire you or that recruiters want to go, going to um, engage you. Otherwise, they just hire you off your resume. Nobody gets hired off a resume. It's the presentation that they want. They see your resume, then they bring you in. That's presentation. That resume for them to hire you is presentation. So you have to present a good resume. Bill from Chicago says, you talk a lot about presentation. What's the best way to prepare for an interview? Well, I will tell you, Bill, first off, it's too late if you're preparing for an interview. Good preparation, good presentation like Wesley did is done long before an interview. It's going. I love using the example of, an, of acting. If you've ever gone to a Broadway play, it's the practice that makes the Broadway play so successful. They don't just say, oh, we got the play tonight. Let's rehearse. They spend months ahead of time, hours. They even do dress rehearsals. So when they put that play on, it is perfect. Otherwise, you're going to walk out and never see it again. So I would tell you, Bill, it's the pre-time. It's the rehearsing of your introduction. It's doing mock interviews. It's videotaping yourself in an interview. It's having a compelling resume already 
put together. It's having the proper business card for networking long done. It is anticipating. Most candidates know 80% of the questions going to be asked in an interview. They're the same questions all the time, and you know them because you ask them in an interview when you hire. It's writing out and scripting out the answers to those generic asked in every interview questions and getting those so prepared, so articulate, so well prepared and polished that they looked unscripted. That's how you prepare for an interview. It's scripting them out just like the script for a play. It's written out. It's rehearsed. You have the hand motions down. You, when will you look away? When will you emphasize a particular point? And pause, step back, lower your voice. What are the two or three extremely important points you want to get across in this focused, targeted answers? That's the preparation I'm talking about, Bill, that gets done before. Have you practiced mirroring the hiring manager? Neuro-linguistic programming. If you don't know what neuro-linguistic programming is, look it up. It's how do you mirror that hiring manager when you're sitting in front of them. You sit in the chair the same way. You have the same kind of eye contact. You cross your legs when they cross their leg. Do you use similar hand motions? We want to hire people like ourselves. And so what they do, you mirror. It's practicing that, Bill, long before the interview. It's spending those weeks ahead of time getting that down like Wes did, so well rehearsed, so well prepared that it comes off as unscripted and totally uh, random of how you're doing it. Uh, so that's what I mean about getting prepared for an interview. So we only have a minute left. I just want to let you know, be sure and go to our website, www.impacthiringsolutions.com. Get some of the free information to help you get well prepared and make a great presentation. Remember the four A's. You've got to be articulate, how you present yourself, succinct to the point. You've got to have a good appearance, like it or not. I hate to bring that up, but I'm sorry. You've got to have it. You've got to be affable, friendly, outgoing, engaging, and you've got to be assertive. Not aggressive, but assertive. Make a great presentation. Get yourself the right tools and make that great presentation. You do those things, and your hiring and process will be much shorter because you're going to differentiate yourself from all of the competition. I want to thank everybody today for being here. We'll see you back next Monday only on LA Talk Radio can you hear Impact Hiring Solutions Live. www.impacthiringsolutions.com and www.latalkradio.com every Monday 11 o'clock. Have a great week. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions with Brad Remillard and Barry Deutsch, only on LA Talk Radio.